How do you stay motivated to read your Bible every day? I've been asked this question. I've had people wonder, and I have seen this in so many of the lives of my sisters, this struggle in just having a hard time staying motivated. Motivation is one of the key factors that people don't read their Bibles every day. They don't spend time with God every day. And there are many reasons why they could lack motivation. There are many reasons you may be lacking motivation. Sometimes it's just one particular reason. Sometimes it's more than one reason. Well, today, sister, I am here to share with you three secrets on how I stay motivated to read my Bible every day. And my prayer is that this could be something that can help you to get started with your motivation or to regain some of that motivation back. Okay, sister? All right, let's get to it. Are you so busy and overwhelmed that you can't get enough time to connect with God? Are distractions robbing you of your time with Jesus? Is your motivation to spend time in the Word just not what it used to be? Do you want to be more consistent in your personal Bible study? Welcome home, sister. I'm Rosie, a mom, wife, teacher, and devoted disciple of Jesus. And like you, I struggled to stay consistent with my Bible study. When life got busy, I felt so overwhelmed that spending time in God's Word was no longer a priority. In my hardest seasons of life, my motivation to be in the Bible grew weak. I lost my convictions and walked away from God. But by His grace, my faith was restored and with the conviction to never take God's Word for granted again. If you're tired of letting the enemy steal away your time, energy, focus, and motivation, then sister, this podcast is for you. So go reheat your coffee, dust off your journal and Bible, and get ready to take back your time. So I want to invite you, before we begin, to join our amazing, authentic community, the Intentional Christian Woman on Facebook. Sisters, I am so grateful for the people in there, the sisters in there who just are so giving to the group, uh, pray for one another. We learn so much from each other and and it's we're just getting started. And I, I invite you to join this beautiful community right here on Facebook and you could find the link in the episode details. And of course, if you haven't downloaded my free gift to you that I made with so much love, it's called the Read Bible Study Guide and Journal. And it is just something that I have in my heart worked on just like really hard for you, for you to be able to dig deep into your Bible, especially when you have those dates with God that I talk about so much, whether you have them once or twice a week or even every day, (laughs) if you can, this guide will help you have an amazing date with God. So if you haven't downloaded it, go ahead and download it. It's my free gift to you. Okay, sister, let's get to it. So what are my three secrets that I stay motivated, how I stay motivated to read my Bible every day? All right, there's three. So I'm going to talk about number one, the gratitude and the joy of my salvation. That's the first one. Okay, so the fact that I am grateful for my salvation, that I remember that I am saved, that I remember what I am saved from. It gives me a joy that no one can take away. I want to read to your scripture. 
And it's in First Peter chapter 1, verse 3 to 5. And it says, Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In his great mercy, he has given us new birth into living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. And into an inheritance that can never perish, spoil, or fade, kept in heaven for you, through who through faith are shielded by God's power, until the coming of salvation that is ready to be revealed in the last time. Isn't that just amazing, sister? Isn't it just amazing? The salvation that God has given you, something that could never perish, spoil, or fade. A new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Do you remember the day of your baptism? Do you remember when you repented? You said, Jesus is Lord, and you were baptized into Christ. You were raised from those waters. You were cleansed. Everything was new. You were just like, I'm a new person. Wow, those sins just washed in the water. It's just amazing. Like this feeling you get of like, oh my goodness, I am a new creation. This feeling is something that immediately the enemy wants to steal away. And I don't know about you, but I remember being attacked (laughs) as a new Christian often. It happens even as you're trying to get to know Jesus before you become a Christian, before you actually get saved. Like when you're just like, okay, who's God? Who's Jesus? Like, let me study him out. Like you you don't even know for sure if you're going to make that decision. And you're already, you're already getting attacked. Do you remember that? Satan wants to attack you from the moment you start seeking God to the moment you get baptized, the moment after that and many moments and years and Even later on, as you're growing in your faith, he wants to attack you even more. In fact, the closer you get to God, the more attacked you're going to get. And one of the main things he wants you to do is forget your salvation. I know that you remember it. I know that you know, technically, we walk around, we know we're Christians, we know we're saved. But you know what? Sometimes that gratitude can become stale. We can kind of, it can be on the back burner. And sister, when you remember the joy of your salvation, when you praise God and say, God, thank you for my salvation. And you know what, sister, if you are not there with remembering your salvation, if you're having a hard time with that, here's what I want to encourage you to do. There's a couple things, okay? Because I know that not everybody's here. Maybe you just forgot or maybe you're just like, I don't know, maybe the motivation doesn't even help you remember. I want to give you some advice. Number one, you can take a moment, you take a few minutes uh, one day to just, or maybe more than a few minutes would be better to sit down and just write a letter to God and just say, man, God, I don't know where I'd be where I, if I were not a Christian today, if I were not with you today. I think that my life would be like this. And you'd probably write down some of the, and picture it. It might not be pleasant to picture it, but you know what? It can, <laughs> it can really convict you and help you. Like I would be, you know, I would have made this bad choice. And oh my goodness, my kids would be in this place if you're a mom. Um, my, my friendships would not be the way they are now. I would definitely be, etc. And it could just be going into a really bad, you're just like, oh my goodness, I don't even know. And you might not even want to picture it, but this could actually be something that could help you. Another thing that helps me to remain grateful from the joy of my salvation is prayer. So I talk a lot about reading your Bibles, but prayer is important. And let me say something that when you pray, okay, one of the things that you got to do, yes, the Lord's Prayer. We're going to we're gonna get into the Lord's Prayer. We're going to do a podcast on prayer. I'm looking forward to that. I'm already, um, I almost have it ready. But 
I want to tell you that when you pray, you get on your knees and you go and you just thank God where you would be right now if it wasn't for him, for the forgiveness of all the things in your past, for the 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 the, the things that he has saved you from um, and even others you love um, would be not here, for example, if it wasn't for you being here. So the impact that you've had on others would not be the same. So the gratitude and joy of your salvation is that's something that keeps me motivated that I get up and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I how could I not spend time with God? I want to I am so grateful to spend time with him. And I certainly don't want to be far from him. I certainly don't want to lose my convictions of being in the word. Um, and so that is that is not my first secret. OK, my second secret all right, sister, you ready for this? This might actually catch you off guard and and give you a little bit of a surprise, but it's I'm going to tell you the words and you're, I'm going to explain this to you, okay? So my number two secret is self-care and self-love gives me joy, okay? Self-care and self-love gives me joy. So we got the gratitude and joy of my salvation. Self-care and self-love gives me joy. Now, how is it that self-care and self-love does not sound selfish? <laughs> Doesn't it sound selfish? Does it sound contrary? Well, sister, I, if it does, let me just explain this to you, okay? First of all, in episode 52, if you haven't checked it out, okay, I interviewed my really good friend and sister in Christ, Blondie Moore. Um, she's a self-care coach and she is uh, just a beautiful person. And she talks, listen, if you want to know, if you don't want to, if you want to be guilt-free from self-care and self-love and and really see how that is important and, and, and biblical, listen to that episode. But I will say, I will read to you a verse that can help you, okay? So um, let me read you this verse and let me explain why this is really part of my self-care. So Mark chapter 6 verse 31 says, Then because so many people were coming and going that they did not even have a chance to eat, he said to them, Come with me by yourselves to a quiet place and rest. This is Jesus telling his disciples after they've spent time with people, pouring to people, feeding people, Jesus was teaching people, the disciples, his apostles were helping him. They were tired. Jesus was tired. They were tired. He says, come with me now by yourselves, okay, by yourself to a quiet place and get some rest. Okay, tell me if that doesn't just like give you permission to get some rest. Okay, I get rest in the Lord in the word when I have my time with him. This is my place of rest. The Bible is my place of rest. Prayer is my place of rest. Now, sometimes when I wrestle in God with prayer, oof, I am wrestling. That is another podcast by itself, right? Wrestling with God. So maybe you have to spend time wrestling with God. That might not feel like such a restful time, but when you come out of it, you're going to feel refreshed, right? But having having a time with God, whether it's first thing in the morning, which is my favorite thing because the house is quiet, everybody's sleeping. I tend to have a little more energy in the morning. I have my my decaf coffee with a tiny bit of added caffeine. I just give a little caffeine in there just to have a tiny pick me up because, you know, I, I stay away from caffeine mostly because um, I it really helps me with my anxiety not to have so not to be tense and things like that and to be less stressed. So you know, just maybe a little tip for you if you feel like maybe 
lessening your caffeine might help. Um, that's a little side note, but I have a little bit, you know, tiny, tiny bit, tiny caffeinated, just a tiny bit, but it's just such a soothing thing to have my cup of coffee. So whether it's at your cup of coffee, your glass of water, your cup of tea, whatever it is that you like to drink in the morning that helps you feel like, ah, you know, whether you go outside to have your quiet time, to uh, your Bible study, quiet time and quiet time to have your, you know, in a little corner in your living room and your corner on a, in a bedroom in an office, wherever that is. It is just like, ah, <laughs> it's my time to just unwind and, and relax and just to just to bring me back to center, to that place. Um, as a bonus, I also, I'm, I'm starting to do this again now more consistently. I'm Hold me to it, sister, because I did this a lot before and now I'm trying to get back to it because I got out of it. But I also do my five minute morning stretch before I get into my Bible. And that's, again, this is, you know, this is a physical thing that I feel like I need to do because of the tension of the day or, or the, you know, just helps me get going, helps me get focused. That might be good for you too. But really, really, when I get into my word, that is my time of, of just self-care and self-love because I am pouring in, God is pouring into me his words of refreshment, his his love, his his assurance, and it just it just stays with me through the day. Now, if you're um somebody who is best to have this at lunchtime, or if you're a stay-at-home mom during a nap of your children, or however it is that you have that, you know, 15, 20, 30 minutes, um, whatever time it is, I I would say at least at least 15 minutes. That that is something that is what I typically do at least 15 to 20 minutes um, that really helps me get that time in on the on a usual busy work day of course on my Saturdays on my weekends I spend more time with God which I call my dates with God okay so that is my number two secret all right let's go to number three my third secret my third secret to why I stay motivated is what it does for my mind so it renews having my Bible study every day renews my mind and helps me be more like Jesus renews this renews my mind renews my my just all oh, that sinful part of me just wash away get away from me Satan my mind is renewed the lies of Satan's are are gone when I get my word in oh my goodness Satan does not have space to get into my mind right so renewing your mind and helping you of course be more like Jesus so a scripture I want to share with you is in Romans uh, 12 verse 2 and it says do not conform to the pattern of this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind then you will be able to attest and approve what God's will is his good pleasing and perfect will look at that right you're renewing your mind you're not being you know you're not you're throwing out the world goodbye world come on god and and then you're able to test and approve what god's will is right in your life so you're making those decisions like okay is this a good decision is this a not a good decision in, in the day whether it's for yourself whether it's at work whether it's with your kids whether it's with your spouse if you're married whatever that is you're able to test and approve what is god's will what is your will lord what is your perfect will for my life? What is your will in this situation? What is your will in my future? What is your will for my plan? But this is something that you have to do is renew your mind and it helps you renew your mind and be more like Jesus. So in Galatians 5, 22 to 23, it also, it says, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, 
peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such thing there is no against such things there is no law. So another thing is that you, as you're renewing your mind, being more like Jesus, you're producing fruits of the spirit, right? Because this love, this joy, this forbearance, right? The, the patience, the kindness, the goodness, the faithfulness, the gentleness, the self-control. Oh my goodness, we can get into it. And, and I think I, I'm pretty sure I do have an episode about this somewhere. I <laughs> can't remember which one it is, but I remember talking about these things, the fruit of the spirit. And I just, it's just so amazing what it does, the renewing of your mind. So those are my three secrets, sisters. Let me go back and review. So the first one is the gratitude and joy of my salvation motivates me to get into my Bible every day. The fact that I get self-care and self-love and it gives me that joy, right? And by the way, both of these things have joy in it, right? That's secret number one, secret number two. Um, and then secret number three the fact that I that it renews my mind and helps me be more like Jesus. And of course, it also, of course, the joy, right? Because if you look at Romans, uh, Galatians 5.22, one of the fruits of the Spirit is joy. So do you see a common pattern here? There's joy. All these three secrets contain joy in it. There is nothing like having the joy of God in you, the joy of the scriptures, the joy of his word. That, my sister, is what motivates me. And I pray that that will motivate you too and help you get, you know, a kind of a bit of a start, right? And into into getting more motivated every day. So I want to share with you before I end another review um, on Apple Podcasts. So grateful for your review, sisters. Keep them coming. They're super encouraging to me. I read them all the time and it just brings me so much joy. But it also helps people, help sisters find my podcast. The more review you, you, reviews you put in. Also, if you haven't downloaded this um this uh, podcast, download it. All you have to do if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, um, not download it. You don't have to download the episodes. What I mean is if you haven't subscribed, that's what I mean. Because when you listen, it counts like a download. But you subscribe, you add the little plus button. If you're on Spotify also, you can follow. Like wherever you're listening, you can follow the show. Just press with a follow button. And that will also help you never stay never um, stay out of the loop and always stay in the loop of my episodes. So in the summer, Sister, I got a little secret for you, by the way. Um, I am planning to get some more bonus episodes in here because I am off in the summer. So I am going to uh, be able to have more bonus episodes here. So stay tuned for that. You don't want to miss it. It won't be just once a week. I will pop in more often because this is something that I really want to do is just bring you a few more bonus episodes and help you more in your walk with God as you become um, someone who has like a consistent Bible study routine to help you connect with God every day. So being Mary in a Martha world, this is another review. Uh, and so this is by Emily at the Moms Overcoming Overwhelm podcast podcast. I'm so grateful to you, Emily. I love your podcast, but you're also one of the coaches in my mastermind that's helping me. Emily has some great tips in there. She's amazing. She says, we are surrounded by a culture prompting us to do more, to accomplish, to hustle. No wonder it's hard to find the time to spend with God when we stretch ourselves thin, so thin. Rosie reminds us to root ourselves in the word of God by finding how we can be Mary sitting at the feet of Jesus, even in the world that wants us to always be like Martha. I appreciate her encouragement and testimony. She understands what busy mom life looks like and gives practical tips on how to grow deeper in our relationship with the Lord. Thank you, Rosie. Thank you so much, Emily. This brings me so much encouragement to hear that it encourages you, but it's so true what you're saying. Um, being that Mary in a Martha world, that is 
talk about the reasons to get into your Bible. That is definitely a reason. So thank you so much for your review. Very timely for the uh, for the uh, title of this podcast, right? All right, sister, I love you so much. Know that I'm praying for you and I will see you in the next one. Hey, sister, did this episode encourage or bless you in some way? Well, if it did, then I invite you to share it with a friend. Also, I want to invite you to join me in my free online Facebook community called The Intentional Christian Woman. There is an amazing sisterhood that is growing, that encourages each other, that prays for one another, and I really want to connect with you there. Lastly, sister, if you haven't done so, I would invite you to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. This is the way that I know this show is blessing you. Sister, once again, thank you for joining me today. I love you. Know that you're on my heart and I'm praying for you. And I will see you in the next one.